Oh, the weather outside is frightful. So goes the first line from the winter holiday classic, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Composed during a heat wave in the summer of 1945 by Sammy Kahn and, and Jules Stein, the song celebrates a snowy day stuck inside with a loved one. But for risk managers faced with the frightful prospect of a deep freeze and mountains of snow and ice, there is no time for snuggling by the fire. Hello, I'm David Hilbert. Welcome to Future of Risk, presented by Zurich North America. Today we're talking about winter storms, why they can be so dangerous and disruptive, and what business leaders should do to help protect their companies and their employees. Our guest once again is Mike Whittekind, who is Property Technical Director for Risk Engineering with the Zurich Services Corporation. Mike and I previously talked about other natural hazards, including hurricanes, wildfires, convective storms, and flooding. Mike, welcome back to the podcast. David, it's great to be back. Thanks for having me. Mike, I've lived in the Philadelphia area and New Jersey most of my life and have experienced my share of blizzards and nor'easters. Tell me, what are the elements of winter weather that make up a winter storm? Well, David, just like any other storm at other times of the year, the right combination of ingredients is necessary for a winter storm to develop. <clears throat> winter storms get their energy from the clash of two air messes of different temperature and moisture levels. Uh, winter storms usually form when a cold air mass uh, from Canada moves south and interacts with a warm, moist air mass moving up from the Gulf of Mexico. A blizzard is a severe snowstorm characterized by strong winds causing blowing snow that results in low visibilities. The difference between a blizzard and a snowstorm is the strength of the wind, uh, not so much the amount of snow uh, that we get. An ice storm, on the other hand, that's rain that falls into a layer of sub-freezing air near the surface of the earth, cooling the falling water to a point of freezing upon contact with the ground, trees, roofs, cars, and other objects. Ice storms may be mild and isolated to specific areas or may blanket an entire region in a sheet of thick, clear ice. I'm pretty sure I've experienced every version of a winter storm in my lifetime, so. Uh, the way I understand, there are four main phases of winter storm risk management. Uh, they are mitigation, preparedness, response, and recovery. I want to go through each of these phases with you, starting with mitigation. What should businesses be doing when the weather is warmer to prepare for the coming winter? Well, David, first, uh, they need to prepare uh, what is known as an emergency operations plan for winter hazards. And that emergency operations plan, or EOP, should include snow emergencies, ice storm, and Arctic blast. Three key areas in each one of those segments would be for freeze-ups, um, we wanna maintain adequate building heat and monitor for proper temperature in specific areas of, of the facility. Some areas of the country subject to heavy snowfall should also have an evaluation of their roof loads to determine when snow removal may actually be required from the roof. And finally, ice storms often result in power outages. So having an emergency operations plan as well to address power outages in both winter and for convective storms in the spring and the summer month 
is critical. Well, it's easy to see why why some people don't even think about that during the hot summer months, but it is, uh, as you say, critical that people do think well in advance. Uh, okay, I want to borrow a line from Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, winter is coming. That means there's some nasty winter weather in the forecast. And if you live in the northeast, well, like I do, that probably means the weather will impact the morning or evening rush hour or both. What should businesses be doing now with winter weather in the forecast? Absolutely. Extreme winter weather can put the your employees, customers, and business partners at risk. And let's look at each of these. Employees, uh, we need to review the National Weather Service alert terminology with the staff. Uh, set up a notification system so employees are aware of facility closures. Uh, train employees who work outdoors for signs and symptoms of cold weather exposure. Uh, contractors um, that you may have carefully review all contracts for snow removal for adequate levels of insurance. And you want to verify that contracts for snow removal are established when action is to begin. So we want those folks under contract. Uh, vendors, suppliers, and customers, we want to ensure anyone outside uh, an organization who comes into your business facilities is given as much adequate warning as possible to weather-related conditions that may affect their visit. Uh, for vendors and suppliers, you know, that's either email, phone communications may be the most efficient. Uh, for customers, notifications via uh, on-site signage or website alerts uh, may be required. Get ready for Arctic blast. Extreme cold that comes on quickly can wreak havoc on a building's heating and insulation. Make sure you're ready for sudden drops in temperature by conducting periodic cold weather inspections. And finally, for vehicles, if your business depends uh, on availability of company vehicles, be sure to review the winter driving safety measures with each driver, verify emergency supplies are provided in the vehicle, winterize those vehicles and maintain fuel levels above a half a tank during cold weather. I imagine it's uh, business owners should also be aware of uh, any declarations of states of emergency, which can impact their business as well. Absolutely. Well, you know, sometimes the weather forecast doesn't do justice to the actual storm. If the temperature is slightly colder or slightly warmer than predicted, it could have a real impact on the weather. For instance, a forecast of light fluffy snow could turn into a devastating ice storm that makes roads impassable and causes widespread power outages. So how should businesses respond during a severe weather event? Well, during a severe weather event, companies may have to initiate snow removal. And snow removal is not considered safe during the active snowstorm. Once the storm is over and your snow removal plan has been activated, uh, you may begin the process of clearing the access ways around the facility and possibly removing snow from the roof if that's necessary. Keep in mind that it may not be immediately necessary to remove all snow uh, with respects to the roof. So consider the following. Your initial concern should be to clear snow from the most critical areas, such as drains, roof edges, uh, drift areas, and the center of the roof bays uh, over warehouses. We want to clear all the drain inlets and outlets to allow for better drainage of the water from the melting snow. 
Clogged drains can lead to ice accumulation and ice accumulation can contribute to roof failures during uh, ladder snow or rain events that follow the initial snowstorm. Um, if your business does not have personnel on staff with the expertise to safely remove snow from the roof, please secure the services of a qualified contractor to implement that snow removal following a safe work plan. I'm not sure that I have the expertise to shovel my driveway. Maybe that'll get me out of uh, doing it this winter. Unlikely. Uh, so the fourth phase of risk management is recovery. And, and as you mentioned, uh, it certainly will include shoveling sidewalks and plowing driveways. But what are some of the things that can go wrong in a winter storm and how can businesses bounce back quickly and safely? Well, first, don't put yourself or your employees, customers, and vendors in harm's way by resuming business before it's safe to travel. After your immediate response to the storm, that's clearing snow and ice, making swift repairs where needed, addressing issues with fire and security protection systems, um, maybe bolstering your property's long-term resilience by following up, keeping tabs on any structural weakness that may occur, uh, snow loads and ice can compromise various parts of the building. That includes the flashing, the downspouts, subsequent temperature swings, especially extreme ones, can adversely affect the building's foundation and its walkways. Remember that even the extreme weather has, after it's subsided, winter conditions may make it difficult to initiate repairs. Also, with the COVID-19 pandemic, that's created many challenges for companies across the U.S., including your vendors. So scheduling repairs may be more difficult due to reduced staffing, supply shortages. So you may need to prioritize based on urgency and available resources. Mike, what about businesses in warmer climates? What do they need to do to prepare for that once in a lifetime winter weather event? And, I, and what I'm thinking about here is the Texas winter of 2021 when the deep freezes down that are led to widespread power outages and burst pipes across the state. Um, yes, they do. Similar to hurricane events, some of these events uh, we are witnessing or what I refer to as generational events. In some cases, we see uh, what happened in Texas every 50 to 100 years. And getting back to uh, just because it hasn't happened recently doesn't mean it is not going to happen. So be prepared. Thanks for that, Mike. I, I want to thank you again for joining us on this Future Risk podcast. As always, uh, we like to end these discussions with a lightning round of personal questions. The theme this time, of course, is winter. So uh, if you're ready, here goes. What is your favorite cold weather activity? Well, my favorite cold weather activity, uh, while the kids were younger, was sledding, because that was my favorite activity when I was younger. Uh, and now I will say that it's playing with the German Shepherd in the snow. Uh, I, I think the dog gets more enjoyment uh, than I do out of that, but it's fun. It is fun watching. I have a dog too. It's fun watching her run around the snow. And my dog's about 18 pounds. So when we get like a foot of snow, it makes for some uh, humorous videos that I will take of her trying to maneuver her way through that. So I start listening to Christmas music and actually a little Hanukkah music as well after Thanksgiving. Do you have a favorite holiday song or album? Okay, so favorite holiday song and probably album is the Bing Crosby White Christmas for me. That is a classic. I, uh, I'm partial to the uh, 
the Charlie Brown Christmas album by Vince Guaraldi Trio. I'm happen to be a jazz fan, so that's right in my uh, sweet spot. Let's talk New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve 2021. Are you staying up till midnight? Yes, I will be staying up, but I'll be staying at home this year and staying warm. Yeah. I'm not sure that I'll make it till midnight, but I'll uh, definitely be home. Last question. The coldest temperature I've ever experienced was minus 20 degrees Fahrenheit a couple times, once in Maine and once in central Pennsylvania, I experienced that temperature. What's the coldest weather you've seen? I believe it was just below zero degrees, and that was the wind chill. So uh, windy as well. Well, Mike, uh, thank you again for taking the time to talk with me today. And thanks also to our listeners for tuning in to this Future of Risk podcast. I'm David Hogan.